Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, except me. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. It is time for another show. I really don't know, like... <laughs> you always come in with something to try and, like, bring some energy, and every time it's the worst. You ease yourself in. You get there. You you, you bring the funk. Should I just should I just not say anything when no, you bring say welcome funk. back? Bring the funk every time. I brought the noise. <laughs> we'll get there. But, hey... We'll get there. It's been over 200 shows. If I haven't figured it out yet, I don't know. It's like 260 something. That is over 200. Yeah, I, I don't know. What number it is. It's one of those. A significant number. Enough yes. that you should give to our Patreon. Wow. <laughs> Coming out swinging. He's asking for the money right away. He's not letting me do the money asking. I wonder uh, if we did a poll. Like who who's more apt to be able to like solicit money and do well at it. Would it be you or me? Well, I can tell you when I had the Buffy back issue been going, that was the main source of the Patreon money. Oh, so Emily is the, the answer the, then. <laughs> the second that show ended, more than half of it disappeared. <laughs> so down to $5? Uh, what are we going on this week? We got the news, the pop culture news of the week. Is there a lot? Nope. All right. <laughs> We're going to take a look at Loki. That was There a lot happened there. Something happened at least. Yes. <laughs> like a, finally some action. <laughs> Just a hair. But not a lot of action. Still mostly talky. But, <laughs> but things at least move forward. Oh, they move forward in a big way. Sports reports. Yeah. This week in video game history that will happen before that segment. Do you remember the order? Did you write it down in appropriate order this time? My notes are always down in the right order. I just don't always look at my notes enough. That's fine. With Black Widow coming out. Oh, so... Soon, we're going to take a look at the first appearance of Red Guardian. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. No, it was. <laughs> Spoilers. And your question's a good one this week. I like this one. Oh, really? I did some research. I didn't tell you about it because I want you to go in cold. That's like just like the show open and every hey, ask, but, you know, editor's note mailbag. Uh, but but there's a, I have kind of an answer to it. Okay. Research-based. That's more than I have. So let's just dive right into it. It's time for the news. Before we get started... Does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. As we brought up last week, Beast Wars is coming back, baby. That Yay. mid-1990s CG show. Yay. In a movie form. Um, and by the way, I did, I wouldn't say I did a deep dive. I did a small dive on YouTube. Uh, much worse than I remember. I have not watched an episode <laughs> of Beast Wars since the 90s, I don't believe. It's been... I didn't watch an episode. I just watched like a couple of clips. Real bad. <laughs> it holds up better in memory. So you're saying don't bother, or should I just to be annoyed? It just it's fascinating because you go like, huh? This is clunky. It's real clunky. Oh, it was '90s early, you know, computer animation. We'll give it that. Yeah, it's uh doesn't stand up to scrutiny. But we got a little bit of news around it. Oh, okay. Who is going to be voicing Optimus Primal? It won't be Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime. No. Ron Perlman. Really? Yeah, that makes sense. I, I do like Ron Perlman. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. He's like, I could use some money. I'll do it. He's done animated stuff before, too. Like, uh, he was Clayface in Batman the Animated Series. Well, he was also the Viceroy in Nemesis. <laughs> yeah, for those 
three lines he had. Yeah. He got killed by an aging Riker. <laughs> yeah, kicked off into an abyss. <laughs> why not? But like, yeah, why not? Ron Perlman. I'll take it. Yeah, I like Ron Perlman. I enjoy him. Am I going to watch another Transformers movie? It's been a while. The last one I saw was four, and it made me angry because it was such nonsense. I can't remember the last Transformers movie I watched. It may have been <laughs> Age of the Fallen. I feel like you're combining names, and I don't remember it well enough to correct you. Yeah, that's something. That's <laughs> exactly how much I remember about the last yeah. one. I said, I think it was the fourth one, and I just remember being like, I can't. They're showing me stuff on screen, and I don't spatially understand where anything is. Whatever one had the Tomb of the Primes, that's the one I watched. That was the second one. Oh. That was bad. That was like Writer Strike movie. Uh, I remember when Writer Strike was the thing that kept us from going to movies in... 2008, baby. Let's see. There are seven Transformers films. I've seen four. Oh, Revenge of the Fallen is one. You said age. You were close. Whatever. <laughs> I couldn't remember, so... Uh, yeah. Or did I see Dark of the Moon? That was the one with Leonard Nimoy. I saw it once. I don't remember anything. And John Malkovich, France. Nope, I didn't see that one. If you ask me if John Malkovich... Yeah, I couldn't have pulled that out. I don't remember. Nope. I did not see Dark of the Moon. There you go. So I told you, yeah. Revenge of the Fallen. There you go. You made it two. I made it four. There's Age of Extinction. That was the last one. That was the one I saw. That was the last one uh, for me. Is that the one with John Cena in it? No. Isn't he in one of those? Oh, not Mark Wahlberg. Close enough. Kelsey Grammer was in that? Yeah, wow. he, he was a villain of some sort. A little more movie news. Nightwing still might be happening. Announced in 2017. I totally forgot this was even announced. By Chris McKay, who's a talented guy. It may be still happening. Who knows? He's been talking about it. Maybe trying to drum up interest, but it hasn't been officially canceled, I guess. So if you're... So you're telling me there's a chance. Yes, and I'll roll with that. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's better than any of the Transformers movies. Yes, <laughs> unequivocally. That problematic 90s comedy is better than any Transformers movie, which are all problematic. You are correct. Thank you. I thought it was not far from being accurate. But apparently it's going to be, if it happens, it will be a movie focused mostly on revenge. Oh, I do love a good revenge movie. You listen, Dick Revenge? Not that kind of revenge. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I don't... Sure, give me a Nightwing movie. Get him in Bloodhaven. Like, and it's even got... Chris McKay is like, I don't know, is Batman going to be in there? Who knows? Like, which, to be fair, I don't think anyone would know, because I don't think we know what Batman is right now. No, we I mean, don't. It's probably not Affleck anymore, because he's retired twice from the role. Is it Keaton? Could be. I don't know. He it, certainly isn't retired from Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it comes back around 20 years later. Oh, well, yeah. Not good news for Alex Rodriguez. I think he's fine. I, he'll get over it. <laughs> I think Alex Rodriguez has enough money that he's fine. Does money buy happiness? No, but you know what? I'd be willing to try. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, David Letterman top 10 list. It was uh, Eminem. It's like, money doesn't buy happiness. It buys crazy-ass happiness. <laughs> I believe that. But yeah, Nightwing still may be happening. Chris McKay, though. I like Chris McKay, so sure. Give me a Nightwing movie. Give me an acrobat boy all grown up on the hunt for revenge, and maybe he has a crap surrogate dad. There you go. Bit of comics news. A bit of uh, comings and a little bit of goings. All right. Rob Liefeld, guy who is popular for some reason. It's lost on me. I don't particularly like his stuff. All right. Co-creator of Deadpool and other things. 
and guy who took over New Mutants and then started X-Force. He is returning to X-Force 30 years later for a one-shot that he's going to write and draw. And I'm like, Ugh, God, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. He can't draw feet as the popular joke. I remember that joke being made on the show before. <laughs> I remember when it was in Deadpool 2 and... <laughs> the baby feet. <laughs> I like that it made it into a movie. But yeah, I don't know. Not super into rob liefeld stuff like him and todd mcfarlane are kind of like in that same school of thought for me of like i don't get it i don't get why people like this but whatever sure let him go back to his baby maybe it will do okay for a one shot you like what you like his stuff just never evolved he's like hey the 90s this is a good place to live forever and don't get me wrong i love me the 90s like a good amount of 90s music like some 90s television like some 90s movies i was actually um mostly don't like 90s comics though Listen to a lot of Gin Blossoms today. You were listening to one song on repeat? No, no, there was like, well, I Gin Blossoms Radio on Spotify. <laughs> Great. So that meant I also got Google Dolls, and that was pretty much it. All right, there you go. Well, that was our coming back, our leaving. Grant Morrison is leaving DC after like practically three decades. I feel like we've talked about this before. Like, this isn't new, new. No, I mean, Grant Morrison has worked. I mean, he's done stuff in the 80s and the 90s. And he went, he did some Marvel work for a little while, like, especially on, like, his X-Men stuff. But he's been a near constant creative in DC for since, like, the late 80s. And he's peacing out. He says probably for a while. Probably forever. I mean, it could be. Yeah. But yeah, it's just one of those, like, he's, I don't think he had an exclusive contract, but he was definitely one of those guys that was kind of like a pillar of, like, I'm going to do a bunch of drugs and I'm Irish and I'm going to make weird shit. Oh, so kind of like Alan Moore, but well, he, he's no British. drugs and uh, British. Are you kidding? Alan Moore? I mean, yeah, drugs. Okay, a lot of <laughs> That's right. And Glycon. Glycon I mean, sounds like a cleaning agent. Grant Morrison is one of my favorite writers of all time, and I feel very restricted as I just kind of working within the comics world. I've heard some Grant Morrison stories that I... I don't feel comfortable telling. They're not like, they're not like bad, bad, but they're, they are wacky. Well, <laughs> then don't. Uh, yeah. For, <laughs> for any, just to protect myself more than anything. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard some interesting Grant Morrison stories. Yeah. You're probably better protecting yourself <laughs> more than anything else. Cause when I, the Grant Morrison people come after you, I'll tell them some pretty interesting Zach Bowen stories. They're not bad. Just to be clear. They're not like, we have to cancel Grant Morrison, but. Oh, they'd probably have to cancel Zach Bowen. <laughs> no, you don't. I'm kidding. I wouldn't cancel you. <laughs> You've done nothing really cancel worthy. <laughs> You're too boring. You're pretty bland. <laughs> yeah, Grant Morrison leaving DC after, like I said, some took a little break to do some Marvel stuff, and he's done some indie books. But yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Whatever. He's going to still keep doing comics or TV or movies or whatever the hell. Like, the dude is not going to stop working. I'm not really concerned about that. But yeah. Yeah. One of their bigger creatives is leaving. There we go. All right. That's the news. Oh, it was quick. I, you asked, and I told you. It wasn't a big news I, week. Uh, well, there you go. It's We're not quite at the dog days of summer yet. Well, we also recorded late last week, so there's less stuff that happens in between. Last week's news was also late. If we record late in the week that we record at a regular time, then there's a smaller amount for us to cover. Maybe we should record later in the week and then an early more often. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on from there and take a look at Loki. Uh, just to be clear, there are time codes listed down below. If you haven't seen it, feel free to jump around because I'm just going to spoil this fully. 
And unlike the first three episodes, there's actually stuff to spoil. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, I feel it kind of follows the formula that we've had in the like last couple of TV series that really after halfway through the last, like, that's when things really well, pick up. Let me throw this out for you. Yes. Uh, this is not my theory, and I will give full credit where credit is due. I was listening to Kevin Smith's podcast, Fat Man Beyond, mm-hmm. and his co-host, co-host Mark Bernardin put out, does this feel like a COVID shoot to you? Because that's why it's just been two people like sitting across from each other talking with nothing else. And that kind of blew the whole show open for me. I'm like, oh, Ooh. that's exactly what this is. This is a COVID shoot. Now that you <laughs> say that, and I think about the show, yeah. I had to consider that, but the second I heard that, I was just like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That's a really good, yeah. Yeah, this is a COVID shoot. That's yeah. Why, why no one is in a room with anyone else. For long periods of time. No, it's mostly just two people sitting in a room by themselves talking. True. Or on a dying planet. Still mostly just talking to each other. Yes. But that kind of blew that whole the whole show up for me. I'm like, ah, that's what we are. We're a COVID shoot. But we had some action. Yeah, this one um, had a little bit of intrigue in there. I don't think we... I'm going to back what I was saying up. Uh, there have been a lot of rumors and speculation that one of the timekeepers is going to be Kang the Conqueror. And uh, people came up pointing to, like, the middle one looks like Kang, and maybe, but we still don't have a good sense of that. Well, of, the middle like, one doesn't have a head anymore. Well, that was a robot, so there's still something behind this. So Kang is still in play. We know that Kang is 100% showing up in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumanium. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it's been announced. That's happening. Could Kang show up earlier? Maybe, uh, but I don't know. I didn't. My impression was that the timekeepers are still a real thing, and these were just decoys. But I could be wrong about that. I feel like the. I feel like maybe the timekeepers were a thing, and now they're not a thing anymore. I don't know. I mean, it still could be a Kang thing. There are more questions than answers at the end of the episode. At the end of the day, while I feel like Marvel is one hundred percent saying like the TV shows are definitely canon, and if you want to keep up fully, then you need to watch the shows. I don't know if they're going to make as big of a leap like this early on to say like, "Hey, our next like big bad that's going to span like whatever our next phase is is going to be introduced in a TV show." And if you don't watch the TV show, then you're shit out of luck. I don't feel like we're there yet. I feel like we could get there, but I don't feel like we're there yet. No, well, I mean. I don't know much about Kang the Conqueror either. To be, <sighs> Kang is confusing as all hell. And I remember a few, maybe last month, like it was Marvel announced they were doing a uh, comic series to like give him a definitive origin because his stuff is all over the place. It's it does it makes no sense. As I mean, stands. is it possible to have multiple villains going on in the universe at once instead of like one big baddie like we had with Thanos? Maybe that's because Mephisto's still out there. That stuff is still happening. I mean, yeah, there could be. I mean, we could see more than... I don't know. It There's still a point where we're dealing with uncharted territory because no one's ever done this before. So who, the, no. who knows? No. I, not, that's not impossible. But I also don't see it being beyond them a little bit to like have it be a backtrack. Like, oh, where did... you know? Maybe they introduced the big villain here. And then people who go to the movie are like, well, who's this person? Well, to better understand, you go back and watch the TV show. Like... Maybe. I feel like there's more more canon here than there was in like Agents of Shield. Yeah, I mean that show doesn't count for anything. No. 
Although, much like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a Lady Sif episode. Oh, Lady Sif is here. Lady Sif is we back, our baby. First, our first cameo. Yeah, all this talk about like, crazy cameos. I'm like, it's kind of a middle-end cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Although it was fun. I was like, ah, oh, there's one. She knees Loki in the balls a lot. Many times. And definitely doesn't doesn't punch his face. She just puts it like by the side of it. I'm like, yep. Because that not... was probably a green screen. <laughs> well, no, it was just... Trying to or play hit. with perspective of yeah. just like throwing a punch by the side of his face, or even one time he gets stabbed up like that's just underneath his arm. Yeah. So, so no, he gets thrown into the time cell with Lady Sif. I think also killing. I don't. Do you think Mobius is dead? Um, I bet there's going to be some time travel to get him out because I feel like they've set up the jet ski thing too much for him to be dead. Yes, but I mean the big reveal—they're all variants. Yeah, I mean we knew that last week. Do you think? Maybe, possibly, that old grumpy Loki that we get, uh, the OG Loki that we get in the cuts, the uh, end credit scene. Yeah, if you didn't stick around for a post-credits, there's a post-credits scene. Do you think that Loki might be behind the TVA after all? No. Because what we can see from the background in um, the shot that we get of the four Lokis, uh, we get old, like, grumpy Loki, alligator Loki, kid Loki, and black Loki. I can identify two of those. I don't know what alligator Loki is, and I don't know what black Loki is. But kid Loki, we talked about that, like yes. of you know him being reborn. And the original Loki was yes, grumpy old, Loki. Yeah, old craggy grumpy Loki, played by uh, Richard E. Grant, who's usually fun and stuff. He was the villain in Logan. It's true, he was, and other things. He's always the villain because he's evil and British. Do you think he's evil here? Uh, probably. <laughs> I did like his like throwback old school like comic costume. Oh, it's just very looks, saggy. <laughs> just, <laughs> just looks like a big diaper. <laughs> yes but in the background and we saw this a little bit in the trailers that we see like destroyed new york which is going to have like a destroyed avengers tower in it what does that mean always (laughs) it's a timeline where the avengers lost there we go i don't know what else beyond that also like how did he end up there if he got pruned yeah who knows maybe that you know disintegration stick isn't really disintegration i guess we'll learn things next week did he become one with the loki force what's up with that alligator (laughs) True. That's what I want to know. But yeah, uh, this is the last two. I wasn't, I didn't really move things forward that much. This one, I actually feel like moved the story forward a bit. Yes. Which was nice. TVA clearly bad. Yeah, probably. I guess we'll find out more about what they're about. But yeah, no, this one um, actually moved things forward. And there were actually like moments of there where I was like, oh, versus, you know, just kind of. I kind of waiting it out. I wanted. I would like to know your reaction. Like sometimes, like have a little reaction cam. Like when they killed Owen Wilson, I wasn't that worried because I feel like he's coming back. But were you not like surprised in the morning? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I was surprised, but I'm not like he's gone forever. He's probably gonna be back. But also gonna be on a skidoo. Also, like when you saw the Loki variants, that one I made a bigger noise. I was like, ah, (laughs) ah, yeah. So you know, this episode definitely. I feel like right of the ship a little bit and actually moved it forward, which is nice. It needs that. All right. All right. That's Loki. So from there, it's time to take a look at this week in video game history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. Can we make this a guessing game? I guess we can try. Can we? Mm. 1972, kind of the OG video game company was formed. 1972. Hold on a second. I was looking something up. Uh, yeah, Owen Wilson's not dead. He's in the next two episodes. Great. There you go. All right. 1972, the OG video game company is formed. Atari? It is Atari. 
1982, Universal Studios files a lawsuit because they feel like their character's intellectual property was infringed upon. A famous arcade game, it also made it to home console. It's still around to this day, the franchise. So it would be um, Donkey Kong. It would be. Universal filed a lawsuit saying that it was infringing on King Kong. Yes. King Kong didn't throw flaming barrels down. No, he got shot. Yeah. Don't know how to make this one a guessing game, so I'm just going to say it. 1992, Sony and Nintendo used to be partnered together for stuff, but they left in 92 to chart their own course, which of course would lead to the PlayStation. Ah. 1994, uh, some monkey we just mentioned was revealed. Full title of the game. Donkey Kong? It's not the full title. Um, One more word in there. I, I don't know. Country. Oh. Donkey Kong Country was revealed in 1994. What a stand-up game. That was a very good game with Diddy Kong. Yeah, I love the first one. I don't love the second one. It was on Super Nintendo, right? Yes. Uh, the Wii had a great one, Donkey Kong Country Returns, that is hard as balls. They're all hard as balls, though. Yeah. They're, you know, not the balls are hard, but you know what I'm saying. Well, I mean, baseballs, lacrosse balls, field hockey balls, those are all hard. Of course. That's what I meant. Yes. Metal balls, rock balls. Golf balls are hard, too. 1998. Parents were upset everywhere and continue to be upset to this day about this um, original PlayStation exclusive that it has at least five or, I mean, just five maybe main series games and a few spinoffs where you drive. It's an open Grand world. Theft Auto. Yes, it was an open world sandbox game. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto came out it was this also week on in 1998. Computer. Yeah. I think it was on PC as well. I think it, the initial release was PlayStation, but maybe yeah. PC picked no, it up. No, Grand later. Theft Auto. Yeah. Um, I've truthfully never really played them. I've never finished one, but I've played played around on it. Did you do some hot coffee? Vice City is I liked Vice City. Uh, hot coffee was the code where you had the sex. Parents everywhere were upset. Oh, hot coffee! You got life back. Two thousand four. Um, up until recently, this was considered to be the high point of this character's vi- comic. This comic book character's video games in two thousand four. No one would shut up about it until like two years ago. Uh... Comic book character, very popular PlayStation 2 game. There were three of them on the PlayStation 2 and probably Xbox. Spider-Man? It is Spider-Man 2. Everyone's like, it's the best comic book movie game, or best comic book game forever. And then Spider-Man came out on the PlayStation 4 and everyone was like, never mind. (laughs) Still (laughs) Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2. It is fun. It was a fun game. I enjoyed it. I remember there being balloons that I had to get or something. Yeah, and swinging from building to building with that's, your webbing. That's what everyone liked. They're like, oh, the swinging mechanics are so good. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. It's good. I enjoyed it. I'm never going to play it again. <laughs> there you go. Well, are you? No. I don't think my PlayStation 2 worked. And then in 2011, not a guessing game. Can't really get there. The U.S. Supreme Court rules 7-2 that California's laws were sick restricting sales or rentals on video games was unconstitutional really everyone's like well i'm not the world's like i play video games i'm not like the world's biggest gamer or anything for a while i played like everything but you know those those days have come and gone now i get to play like on maybe saturday for 30 well i mean if you don't get carded to buy a rated r movie i guess no but the amount of like just people being butthurt over video games is fascinating for basically our entire lives. And this was 2011. It's not that long ago. It's weird. That's it. That's what happened. All right. There we go. I did pretty well this week. I'm proud of myself. So from Donkey Kong Country to countries going for elimination games, it's time for Jared's, for the Olympics. It's time for Jared's sports reports. 
He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bare tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. Jared's Olympics. <laughs> Whatever. Because I know that there were some qualifying rounds happening right now for different countries and different sports. Uh, But that's not really like... I guess I mean I haven't paid a ton of it. That's more like Euro Cup or UEFA or something like that. I know I Canada know. has to do some stuff. Oh, uh, so they've Canada's got problems. This year was 120 degrees in Canada this past week. 120. 120 degrees in my car and the air conditioner is broken. That's no good at all. <laughs> no windows down, baby. Oh yeah. Even then, when it's like hot and stale like that, the windows down doesn't really do anything. My car has 170000 on it. I'm not going to spend money on fixing the air conditioner at this point. Does it need like a little recharge or anything? Just a little get a can of air conditioner coolant and put it in a little recharge thing. I, d- I did some troubleshooting. Oh, it's, it's worse than that? Yeah. You think it's the <laughs> it's condenser? Gonna, it's going to be pricey. Oh, well. So I'm not doing it. There you go. Well, you're glad that the heat wave is over. The second heat wave in a month, by the way. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, sports reports. To be honest, I really haven't kept up a ton with the sport world. <laughs> The Red Sox. This is your one segment. Yeah, well, I'm on vacation. The Red Sox have not lost to the Yankees. They swept the Yankees again over the weekend. That was exciting. Bravo on them for that, as the Red Sox continue to do quite well. Patriots announced training date camps today, and I didn't look at them. I saw that they had announced them, but... Football isn't happening at all? No, football's happening. Well, it's coming up. Yeah, but it will be. Olympic qualifiers are going on for Tokyo. That'll be interesting and yeah yeah that hot mess yeah that will be this is kind of like a doldrum period for well no because you get the stanley cup finals and you get the nba playoffs but it's coming up on being like it's only baseball except for the two series that are in like finals yes (laughs) so i guess of two of the major sports are having two of the four major sports of the united states are having finals and i have been tuned out yeah um whatever let's just I don't know what's happening in hockey. Who the hell knows? Uh, the Montreal Canadiens are doing well. Oh, here's some news. The Boston Bruins have now purchased the rights to the Maine Mariners in Portland. So the Maine Mariners will be the Boston Bruins affiliate in their league. So Maybe they'll be renamed the Pirates. Probably not. Or they can make themselves a really lame name like the Maine Bruins. Probably not. Not that I'm <laughs> calling the... Changing the Red Claws to the Maine Celtics was stupid. So when they move them to like Springfield... Quiet, you... Just saying, they're not going to move to Springfield anytime soon, but... Not until at least 2025. There you go. So, no, there you go. The Boston Bruins have a connection out of Portland. So, both part, uh, both NBA and NHL teams in Boston have connections to Portland, so hopefully that bolsters those teams up a little bit. Yeah. Um, basketball news. I mean, let's just deal with the playoffs. Um, as of recording right now, Phoenix is up 3-2 on the Clippers. They should have beat them in a 4-1, but they just kind of took their foot off the gas and said, like, yeah, we got this. And the Clippers were like, nah, bitch. We're, we're, we're going to hang around. We're going to try. Are bad you? things happen when you let bad teams hang around. And then the weird one in the east of uh, Milwaukee and the Hawks, or I can say the Bucks and the Hawks, I don't know if I went with one city and one team name. Yeah. Why not? Uh, they're currently tied 2-2, but the two biggest stars on or the biggest stars on each team is out. Trey Young is out after stepping on a ref's foot and rolling his ankle. Oops. And to be fair, the Hawks then won the next game even without him. And now Giannis is out with um, his knee uh, pointing in the wrong direction. Yeah, that was not... Calling it a hyperextension, but who, boy, was it looked painful. Didn't look good. 
So now we have two small market teams without the two biggest stars. Hooray, Eastern Conference Finals. We love it. Yeah, whatever. But I mean, it's still, I don't know. Some of the games have been fun. I've been watching more of it than I thought I would. I was kind of like, I'm kind of checked out, but I ended up watching like at least half a game every night, if not more. (laughs) So uh, shows what I know. I know nothing. It's more than I know. Did you see the Clint Capella shot from last night? I did not yet. Was it was it behind? Oh, no. oh yeah, I did see that behind the backboard. There's only one man who's allowed to do that. His name is Larry Bird. But it didn't count back then. No, it didn't because it, it wasn't supposed to go over the top of the backboard, the plane. Yeah, so that Clint Capella shot was kind of nuts. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I don't know if I were to pick what I would like to see. I think I'd like to see Phoenix and Milwaukee in the finals. But you know, I don't have that strong of feelings about it, really. Those are my slightly like I guess that team, rah rah. Yes. All right, that's basketball. That was easy. It was really big game basketball. Well, we can talk about the hiring of Chauncey Billups and Jason Kidd. Nope. <laughs> I think we can pass on that. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could take the easy take of don't hire sexual abusers. Yes. There we go. Not that hard. Simple. Straightforward. Yeah. Easy. Save yourself the problems. That it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and we can talk about NASCAR. They had the doubleheader at Pocono over the weekend. Alex Bowman and Kyle Bush won. You look at me like I didn't know those were two names of human like, beings right. that existed. Good job, guys. Way to drive fast and turn left. But it was real sweaty this weekend. Oh, I mean, it gets. To, I mean, think about your car. How hot it was in your car. <laughs> you could probably be a NASCAR driver. One hundred and ten in your car. They just have to roll the windows down. The, the, they don't. They have a net. They have the the net so they don't fly out of the car when they crash. Do they also put their iPhone on shuffle? See what comes up. Remember some things you might have forgotten about. So you know what's funny? A few years ago, like like 10 or 12 years ago, they actually had the band phones in the car because drivers are using their phone in the car to like communicate with other teams and other drivers. Hilarious. <laughs> like Teams had built car chargers so they could have like a separate channel for them to talk to other drivers and not be on the radio. So there, there's that. All right, that'll do it for sports reports this week. We're going to move on. As Black Widow is coming out, we're going to talk about one of the stars of the movie, David Harbour, playing Red Guardian. So we're going to be looking at Red Guardian's first appearance in Avengers number 43. It's Jared's Raining Corner. What the hell happened in this issue? You know what my favorite thing about this issue was? I actually read the advertisements. I was like, there's some really cool shit out there. Like back in the day for like a doll, the x-ray glasses... The boomerang, the magic trick. Atomic smoke bomb. The atomic smoke bomb was my favorite, like a real A-bomb. That's how engaged I was. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the uh, Oh, the, the self-defense, learn karate. That was also in there. Oh, what happens in this? This issue, written by Roy Thomas, or by John Buscema. Both talented guys. This issue itself, though. Not very good. Terrible. Really sucks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Hercules was one of the Avengers. Yeah. He come. He was introduced in Thor. There's a very famous cover of the two of them brawling. But yeah, Hercules has been around for a very long time. Well, yeah, since the Greeks. This is how I'm going to put this issue before we're going to dive into it. I can understand people not liking Silver Age comics. I get that like things were a little more stilted and Hercules talks about talks about Hawkeye's shafts. Great. But I can understand people not like digging Silver Age books. When I first started reading comics, I didn't like Silver Age stuff at all. Now I, I love reading Silver Age stuff. That being said, not this one. <laughs> oh my god, this is so stilted. Like I know Hercules is supposed to be speaking in this kind of like thee, thy, thou. Yes. But, but everyone else is 
no human has spoken like anyone talks in this comic. It's really, really stealthy. Hawkeye, it's bad. My, Hawkeye, my darling. Yeah, stuff like that. It's all... My sweet. The story doesn't even pick up to like halfway, and the first half is just people getting into random scrapes. Yeah, because um, you know Quicksilver can now fly because he can vibrate his legs so fast. Yeah, he takes Hawkeye's bow and Captain America's shield. He's like, I'll put these away, and they're like, how dare you? Why do, you do this menial task for us? Why are you why are you doing custodial work? You're an Avenger. And then for no reason Cap and Hercules fight and Hercules is like, mm, okay, you are a worthy opponent. I shall be friends with you now. Yeah, literally no reason. Yeah, zero reason whatsoever. But then apparently there's some like leftover stuff about like Natasha being missing and Hawkeye is like all smitten. He's like, I must find Natasha. And behind the bamboo curtain says Captain America, but like we can't go there. And then Hawkeye's like, "Well, I'm taking Hercules. Watch me." And I'm, then they're gonna on, go beat up some Russians. Yeah. And then later on, Cap's like, you know, everyone in America be like, "Yeah, at that time, beat up some Russians." And then you've got Cap, who's like, "Well, it's a good thing we didn't go there anyway. We would have started a problem." So anyway, because there's no history of America having problems with the Russians, never, ever. And we are introduced behind the Iron Curtain. Yes, to Red Guardian. Who they keep on going, he's like Captain America. He has a belt buckle that flies back to him because it's magnetic. But Russian. And he's a guy in a red costume with a big star on the front of him. And a belt buckle that he can throw at people. Yes, and he throws a belt at people. A belt buckle. Not even a belt. It's an emblem. Like he said, my belt emblem. I mean, some people got, you know, hit with the belt. This guy just hits you with the buckle. Yeah. Wow. He goes for the hard, hard edged. He saves the Soviet premiere or whoever it was yeah this is no sack of oranges that he's hitting you with no this is not leave a bruise but he catches the soviet premiere he's like i'm sorry and he's like no apology necessary if you're that quick and spry or something like that if but like his main goal is to like beat captain america what is it with captain america and i can i i know the answer when i think about it out loud he goes against red guardian red skull there's a lot of anti-red if you read early Thor, like the very beginning of Thor comics, it's all very like anti-red communist, like to a extreme at a point. But whatever. So Hawkeye and Hercules go and try and find Natasha. Oh wait, which fight was it that there's a little sub note from Stan that goes, "We wanted to keep this fight going for three more pages, but it would have cost us." It was during Captain America and Hercules. Yeah, it's like would have cost us. We would have needed a Bowman. It's like I was like, wow, thanks. I didn't want this fight to go on more than two panels, let alone two pages. The Hercules and Hawkeye, they go behind the Iron Curtain, just my favorite phrase of the night, to find Red Guardian. Tear and he, down this wall. And instead he releases a... Hi- Germany. He releases a Hydra. Yeah, a, an actual multi-headed dragon. Like five heads. Yeah. To fight Hercules. And he's like, oh no, Hawkeye, guy with no powers, uh, leave. Yeah, you need to leave now because I'm fighting this dragon... Which he does fine with. Hawkeye plays possum. Red Guardian comes over and Hawkeye kicks him. Yes. And then loses to the belt buckle. Only to be kidnapped with Natasha. And then Natasha with the big reveal. The Red Guardian was her husband. Yeah. Natasha reveals that this was her ex-husband. And Hawkeye's like, (gasps) how could you have a love before me? This doesn't make sense. Has his Red Avenger been inside of you? No. Okay. Sputnik. (laughs) Wow. Well done. You can pull back the Iron Curtain, if you will. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> I meant it as like the bedroom curtain. You took it to the other place. I'm sorry. And what's the bedroom curtain? Like you have curtains on your bedroom for privacy. No one has that. You don't have privacy curtains? I'm not like camping in the woods where I need a do you just leave your window open to the world? Uh, some kind of at a night? bug tent over me? No. You don't have like a little blind or a, a uh, Venetian blinds or a, what, what's the what do you call the pull down thing? Well, uh, there's this tweet my wife likes to bring up. She's there was someone tweeted like you either have a naked neighbor or you are the naked neighbor, and I know which one I am. <laughs> you are the naked neighbor. <laughs> Fortunately, my bedroom window points to the woods. But yeah, that's kind of the the issue. Red Guardian is he's. Russian Captain America, and he's Black Widow's ex-husband, which I don't think David Harbour is going to be... Probably not. ...the ex-husband of Scarlett Johansson. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're probably right. Yeah, big age gap there. Let's not be weird and creepy. If this... I don't know. Going into like this character, this doesn't entice me to the character. It's not good. It's really stilted and really bad. And where did he get a dragon? A multi-headed dragon. A hydra. Sure. I mean, I think Hercules had to fight a Hydra during his like the the task of Hercules. There you go. That's the introduction of Red Guardian. Yeah, uh, not a great issue. Doesn't really entice me to the character. Although I am looking forward to David Harbor. Yes, David Harbor will be hilarious in that. It'll be much better than his last comic book movie, Hellboy. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> very good. All right, we're gonna move on from there to letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always dead. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. If you want to reach out to us, you can do that right at letter at editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. I really liked this one. I had to do some research for it, if I can now find it, because now it's a red email. There it is. Also, I want to correct this one. Uh, Even though we probably won't see it in our lifetime, we will. What do you think will happen when all of the popular Marvel and DC characters start entering public domain? The only reason I say that we will is because Superman is going to be entering public domain in 2032. They can't re-up that? Unless they change the laws. You can, do, you can re-up it uh, for 30 years at a time, but, I mean, we've seen, like, films and, like, books go into it. We haven't seen, like, a big... There really hasn't been anything that big yet. Okay. But, like, Mickey Mouse is going to enter in, like, 2024. Wow. And Superman will be in 2032. So, um, I will... I have done the research on this, but I'll pass it off to you. What do you think will happen? Uh, I will defer to your expert knowledge. Jesus, I wanted you to make a bad guess. All right. Um, based I've on, learned on the show to not be the whipping boy all the time. I So, basically, I read a paper or an article from a lawyer, and I'm kind of going off of that. Okay. And I'm extrapolating out on... This is about Mickey Mouse, but I'll extrapolate out from super, to like what Superman or Batman or everyone else would be. Unless copyright laws change, which I am also positive that like these big companies will be working on. Yes. It seems very unlikely that they won't just try and alter these things because they don't want to give up any money. Uh, basically what happens is when these ca- characters will enter public domain is that it, you don't get just like free reign of like, oh, now it's Superman, now it's Batman, now it's Mickey Mouse. What you get is you will get that, like, it will kind of work its way out of, like, whatever happens, like, from its first appearance is what you get. Like, Mickey Mouse, you'll get Steamboat Willie. You're not going to get Mickey Mouse with the white gloves or, like, the expressive eyes. It's, like, black dots, no gloves, black and white, nothing. Superman would be the same thing. It would be Action Comics number one when he enters into the public domain. So if you want to do a story based on that version of Superman and nothing else... You could, or if you wanted to like do cheap reprints, like I'm sure people people would be like, we're gonna reprint this in newsprint, like it was back in the day. 
what I couldn't figure out from my research is what this means for merch. Like making your own shirts and stuff and selling Based them. off of that initial appearance. I feel like you're able to, but I'm not positive. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, once uh, Superman enters the public domain in 11 years, I, you're going to get a lot of people reprinting it. And maybe you'll get stories like people doing stories of, you know, what if like that, you know, 1938 character what was like teleported into the present day. And to be fair, original recipe Superman isn't that interesting. It's just a guy who's pretty strong. Yeah, he can't even fly. He can leap. Yeah. He leaps tall buildings. He doesn't fly. Yeah, that wasn't until like the Fleischer cartoons. Yeah. But I do think we're going to. He wasn't even from another planet in the original one, was he? Yes, he was. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we will see it again. It's 11 years out, which isn't that far away unless the laws change. And I do see a world where big companies try and, you know, retain their IP. But yeah, the way that's going to work is you just will get that version. And then, you know, when Action Comics number two comes out, three, four, etc. But even so, it's going to take a while to like get a rollout of the character to make it kind of viable. I think. If it is doable, merchandise is where you would see the most stuff, like people like reproducing super, like that original Superman into toys and like maquettes and whatever the hell, because I feel like the most money is going to be in there, even like in t-shirts, because we already get like cheap knockoff shit all the time. Yeah, I mean, having listened to your brief Reader's Digest explanation, I would think that it'd be more in the realm of t-shirts, stationery, you know, well, Louise is stationary anymore, I guess, but there's always crappy stuff. I mean, I remember this is just a quick, easy example. Like when Transformers came out, that we got like the direct to video, like Transmorphers. There you so go. you're not gonna have to deal with like crap like that. You can get like you know original recipe Superman, but original recipe Superman isn't that interesting. Like you said, he's just kind of there doing his thing. He's mostly fighting slum lords. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a friendly local neighborhood Superman. Stop raising the rent. Bam. <laughs> The rent's too damn high. <laughs> oh, my God. Crossover with that guy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Superman, yeah, I've got a problem. What? The rent's too damn high. <laughs> oh, those slumlords again are after it. I'll take care of them. <laughs> Sign me up for not that. But I would also you know, bet dollars to donuts that um, something will change. Disney and Warner Brothers will be, or I guess AT&T or whoever the hell owns Warner Brothers now, or it's Discovery. Who knows? I've lost track. I don't know anymore. That there will be attempts to change copyright laws based on like um, like character relevance and popularity would be my best guess. Yeah. I, I think they will try and change the Especially laws. if they feel like there's money to be made. But I mean, Mickey Mouse isn't that far away. We're talking two years. Wait, we're in 2021. Three years. We're three talking years. three years. If there's one thing I've learned, Disney wins. <laughs> yeah. More often than not, Disney wins. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things, like, characters change and evolve because their original versions were boring and crap. So even if, you know, stories are available, I don't think we're going to see anything that interesting. No. I mean, what for are they, a while. What are they going to do? Like, again, like you said, 2021 Slumlord gets it from Vanilla Superman. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Um, if we, we will definitely either see change or we will see it within our lifetime and not that far from now because we because i mean stuff like kind of before the 1930s there's not much that i'm that personally invested in no i mean there's a bunch of silent movies like you get like shitty like cheap reprints of like these just terrible copies of like silent movies you'd be like buy those like 
you know, 30 movies on one disc and that it looks like crap. You're going to get a lot of that. Well, I mean, you, I used to own, maybe I still do, it was like 100, like it was like 100 cartoons. Yeah, stuff like, like that. Old, old stuff. It was like a compilation. But a lot of that stuff hasn't stood the test of time like a Superman or, yeah. I mean, I don't think Mickey Mouse really stands the test of time. Mickey Mouse is a mascot. There's not that much like interesting Mickey Mouse stuff out there. No, I mean, Mickey Mouse isn't like the star of a movies anymore. Like, you know, like when was the, what's the last movie that really had Mickey in it? Mickey's Christmas Carol is amazing. and I, will... I do love that movie. But like, when was the last time that Mickey was really in a movie? I'm sure there's like been like direct, he makes like cameos yeah. in cartoons occasionally, but yeah. So I don't know. Uh, we'll either oh boy, great. We'll either see a change or we'll see it in 11 years. Hi Zach, stop it. All right, we're done with the That's show. That's gonna now. cost the podcast money. Was that great bit in the Simpsons movie where Bart throws on the bra? He's like, "Oh, I'm the face of an evil corporation." <laughs> it's true. and now he's owned by them. And there's also going to be a Disney Marvel short coming out next month. Whatever. There you go. All right. Wait, I said Disney Marvel. I meant Simpsons Marvel. All yeah, right, owned by Disney. There we go. Yes. Yeah, I remember like when um, they got bought out, and like Bart, and it was like, "I don't want to wear this stupid like in costume." And Homer was wearing the Iron Man costume. Like, shut up, boy. Terrible impressions. Oh. We're done. We're done with the show. Yeah, there we go. If you enjoyed the show, go to editor. If you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. Dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. And uh, you know what? That's kind of like a dartboard. Just throw it at the calendar and you might know what they were recording. Wednesdays. Wednesdays for two weeks. For two more weeks, and we're back to Tuesdays. That way if we have to miss Tuesday, we can go back to Wednesday and not Thursday. There you Connect go. the dots. There you go. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, so that uh, plus you get some Patreon exclusive at patreon exclusive access to some cool stuff you can also email us editors note comics at gmail.com and you can see zach on the social medias send Twitter. us more interesting questions i yeah. liked this one that's this a one, question it was fun to research why didn't you one. share that with me so i could have done some research because i wanted to make you look like a dunce and give dumb answers well screw and you and then you didn't do it yeah i didn't i was i'm on to your ways zach uh anyway yeah you can find zach you on dunce so- cap you can Accost Zach on social media, or you can tell him to buy life-size turtles on social media at editorsnotecomics.com. That's true. And you're also on Twitter. At Junior Rich. Next week, we're back, maybe for a fun thing, or maybe something related to Black Widow. Ooh, what's fun? Oh, if we do that interview. Oh, that'd be really cool. <laughs> there might be an interview next week. There might not be. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. I mean, it's been like six days, and I haven't answered that email. Yeah, nice job. I gotta get around to that. You probably should. Life, man. Happens. That's true. Hey, you're like, well, I want to take the podcast to the next level. Hi, would you like to do an interview? <laughs> Waits on responding. <laughs> yeah, that's the gist. All right, we'll be back next week. And I don't know. Um, don't get COVID. Mm-hmm.